You're listening to the Cleveland Comedy Network. My name's Steve Guy, the host of Happy Hour with Steve Guy, where I get to sit down and interview people who are from Cleveland originally or doing very cool things in Cleveland. It's all part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, just like the show you're about to listen to. To keep up to date with all the podcasts coming to the network, go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com slash the network. Hey, welcome to 10 Cent Beer Life. Hey, welcome back to Tencent Beer Life. I'm your host, Kyle, as always, with my boys, Dave and Brian. Hello, fellas. What's new? What's going on? Just talking about exciting developments about Lima. Yeah, dude. Keep it on the hush. Four tickets left. Four Just tickets four. left. Just four. And there's going to be a VIP there. Ooh, God damn it, Brian. <laughs> we don't know for sure. Stop telling me things right before we start. I know. I, I know. always mention them. I know. It's a little boy, dude. We're live. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I didn't. I'm not naming names. Oh, it's all good. It's my wife, dude. My wife's coming. She she's is a, a very. She's the very important person to my heart. She's disgusted with me. So is the dog. They're just staring at me aimlessly. Women. You know what dogs don't do? They don't knock glasses of water over on laptops. Dude, soccer souffle strikes again, man. Uh, I watched him paw at this glass of water one time, and I was like, hey, no, don't do that. And I moved it, and then I moved it back, and I stopped paying attention. The next thing you know, I hear sploosh. And I'm like, oh, no big deal. And then I'm like, oh, shit. My laptop's down there, and it just... I mean, he spilled it pretty much right into it, and it will not turn on. So that slides a hot dick in a lot of the things <laughs> that are <laughs> happening in Lima. <laughs> Did you? Do you have rice to put it in or anything? <laughs> That's what Kyle said. I do not. Um, I'm I'm gonna have to go get some, a bunch of it. Yeah, you need to get, go to Costco get one of them big ass things that Chinese restaurants buy. Five pound bag or something. Oh, much bigger. That's what, and it's cheap as shit. But like, yeah, you can get like a fifty-pound bag of rice. It looks like the fucking sandbags that they have at like military encampments and shit. Yeah, dude, and just slide it in there like a pillow in a pillowcase. Yeah. Did you have the live show on there too? I mean, I have everything on there. Oh fuck! Absolutely everything. Did you? You don't happen to have that? You're not working on it on Google Drive, are you? Mm-mm. Fuck. No. Well, we might be winging that one, which is fine. We'll be able to pull it off if your laptop yeah. doesn't work. Might just be a low tech event. We'll if see. you tell I me might. what you what you're doing, I'll make like a slideshow. It just won't be as good as yours. We'll we'll see what happens. I'm fingers crossed. This thing's coming turning back on. No doubt. Um, hey, you meantime, see, you know what you could do. You got an HDMI cable on that bitch? Yeah. Is there no power coming? I was going to say, maybe if you plug it into your TV, you, it's, maybe it's just your screen out. No, it's it's not powering on at all. Hmm. Damn, dude. That's Fuck. a fucking bummer, man. I know we're well, laughing when, at you, but... Uh, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. I'm the idiot that let my cat spill a fucking glass of water on it. But, like, with these things, you know, it's all going to work out, man. I'm gonna. It's gonna dry out, and it's gonna turn back on, and I'm gonna get it done. You know, even if it's 3 a.m. the night before, it doesn't matter. So, you know, it'll all work out. What do you um, call it? The secret, bro. The secret. You're gonna use the, the secret. secret. Apply I'm the using secret. the secret on my wet laptop. What you need is rice. That too. Are you googling it right now, Brian? No. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You said it like you were reading that. No, I was not. I just know that like that's it's how you get moisture out of things. Right. So what's new, fellas? How was your weekends and whatnot? Uh, I I sh- I shot like a test thing for for the Ohio Lottery. They're like testing out like a like a new concept for my character. So. 
I got paid pretty nice to just do like a one day, one day thing, and we'll see if uh, if it's something that gets picked up. So that was my Friday. I took a day off work, did that. Um, Saturday, I did not do much. It was a very low key day, and then sun yesterday I was feeling like shit, so I was laid around most of the day, and then I opened up at hilarities for somebody named. Karen, Karen Fian. Karen Fian, yeah. You you said it fully wrong. And I she she tried to talk to me about it before. She's like, it's not Karen. It's Karen. She said it's pronounced like the K-E-R. Really? I've seen her on a ton of stuff. I almost felt like I nailed it. I'd spelled no, it, weird. And it's, and it's definitely Fian. Karen Finn. Karen. Maybe it's Curran. I don't know. Wow. I think it's Karen. But like I, I kept saying it, and it, I'm like, it sounds like Karen to me. It sounds like I'm saying the same same two things, but one has a weird accent. She's like, no, that was perfect. And then I got on stage and said it, Karen Finn. She pissed, dude. She was probably pissed. Whatever. She, I mean, she didn't seem too pissed. She's she's an interesting one. Like I had never heard of her. What have you seen her on? She did all the like the the roast battle stuff. She was that doing makes that sense. Late. Roast masters Legion. in New York. What's that? I've seen her on Legion of Skanks a bunch of times. Yeah. Okay. Dude. So I've just like heard her on stuff and uh, seen her butt pictures on Instagram and stuff like that. Like, yeah, she um, has an OnlyFans and she talks quite a bit about. It. She said she made thirty grand on OnlyFans last month. Wow. Holy she also shit. listed multiple guys that she's fucked. <laughs> Any, anybody of name? Were you one anybody of them were, like Whoa. one of them was an MMA fighter? I couldn't remember. Then one of them was the Lu- one of the Lucas brothers. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Remember them? They were kind of a, a big deal for a minute. They're like those two monotone twins that dress yeah. like Ramon. Yeah, yeah, potheads. <laughs> yeah, but. uh yeah, her set it did not go super great. No, no. Oh, that's it was not a very fun crowd. You would think like she's somebody that you would think would be like, oh, I'm gonna go see Kern freehand because I know who she is. <laughs> you know, I had never heard the name like Riley Nesbolo was there. He's like, oh yeah, I've heard her on a bunch of podcasts. So like I, I don't know, but um. Yeah, I, I think some people did come to see her, but like you know, she got super dark and real gross, and like the crowd was just wasn't having that. Yeah, I mean that's like her thing. Like she's she's a nasty bitch. Yeah. The other thing I really know is she's got "Don't Serve Me" tattooed on her wrist. Like she talks about that a lot because she's such a she's a terrible drunk. But I think she's yeah. very funny. Everything I've heard her on, like I think she's funny. She has some really funny lines. I'm not a simp, but I would never get like OnlyFans. But um, well, all you got to Google her name and nude, and you—I mean, me and Sarah both looked it up together. We've seen her butthole. Oh, she talks no. about that. She's like, "Yeah, you can see my butthole." And Sarah's like, "Let's see your butthole." I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, was, "I was gonna do this later, <laughs> but sure, we can do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll do it together." Well, what, uh-huh. a, what a bonding experience. Uh huh. If anybody wants to see her, uh, if you search Eminem, like the rapper's name, sixty-nine. That's her uh, OnlyFans name. And just the word nude. You will see a bunch of pictures and videos. <laughs> if I name 69, that's a pretty good name. Hey, <laughs> it, it's no barf wiener. It's no barf wiener. I, I do deserve my flowers on that one. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, barf wiener is a great one. You should do an OnlyFans. Barf wiener, Brian Kenny. Yeah. I don't know... Uh, what I do. I don't know how I'd live up to that name, but show your butthole, dude. Just show my butthole. <laughs> Just show your butthole. Nothing but butthole pictures. Dude, Never show your, your face. Fir- your first subscriber would be Gregory. <laughs> I don't know who Gregory is, but I'm assuming it's somebody you worked with. No, it's from the uh NCAA drug test bit. Oh shit. See I don't remember that name. I remember the joke. I don't remember the name. Don't get all fucking. Uh, yeah, he, I didn't get it. anything. I don't know. He says it real. <laughs> he says it real pronounced, like Gregory. You know. Yeah, Gregory. It's easy to remember. 
Are you going to do that bit? Is that joke you're going to do on Saturday? I just might. I mean, it's it's been years, so like I don't feel bad about reusing material. No, you shouldn't. It's been a long time. I don't think people will remember. Dude, the last time, dude, everybody was just laughing the entire time. It was a very easy show, yeah. Yeah. Everybody was, dude, Dave had him fucking cooking, dude. Yeah, dude, they Dave were Dave had him it. cooking. Dave had him yeah. cooking real good. I remember it was a killer set. I'm looking forward to it. I'm uh, I'm like family and shit that comes sometimes, so I always feel obligated to do a bunch of brand new stuff. And my brand new stuff is like 10 minutes, so it's not like it's forcing me to write jokes, which has been really fun, so... You have brand new stuff like every time you go up. I do. You're right. But it's because there's like five month gaps. I'll work stuff for a little bit. I could probably put it all together. I probably should at some point. It's your hour. Longer, longer joke, longer joke sense. I don't know. I don't feel like it. You know, <laughs> it's a lot of work for what? I don't for know. Fame and glory. Fame and glory. Uh, and very little money. Yeah, well, there's that. Um, did you guys watch any of these games this weekend? I watched some. I didn't get to see the uh, the end of the game last night. It was uh, which one was the late one? Oh, that Miami Texas game. Miami Texas game, dude. Texas just shit the bed. Yeah, I was. Oh. I mean, I was looking at my phone a bunch, and I'm like, oh, Texas got this one. And to see that they lost by five was like wild. Yeah, yeah, it just, like, all fell apart with, like, four minutes to go. It was uh, pretty interesting. Dude, that Miami team, so I remember reading about one of their players that I think they transferred over, and they got some nail money, and the guy that did it was just very, like, open about It's like a billionaire that's a Miami alum, and he's been, like, very open with, like, how much money he's spending um, because now every time they talk about this kid, they talk about, this nil fucking deal that he has. And like one of his quotes was like, if I had to pay to get my company mentioned in every article written about this kid, it cost me like $25 million. But now, you know, pennies on the dollar. Like he's like, it's a no brainer for me. So yeah, like they straight up bought like their point guard, their backcourt. And uh, now they're in the final four and it's paying off, I guess. They got those two like pretty blonde girls that play basketball too. Like the twins. The Cavender mm-hmm. twins, or Cavender? I don't know how it is. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the U is shelling out basketball money. Maybe like make your football team good. Yeah, right. Spend that money on that. We want that. The world needs that. We need the fucking rowdiest group of dudes to go down to to Miami and and make them good again. They can finally actually pay players. They've that's been their problem the whole time. Is players, players are getting paid and they're not supposed to be. Now you can pay them. Fucking pay them. Let's go. Where's Uncle Luke? Yeah, right. Well, Uncle Luke's broke from fucking yeah, Uncle- buying Ward Sap cheeseburgers, you know? <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, you're exactly right, dude. The college football is so much better when fucking Miami is rowdy. Yeah, it's awesome. There must be TV, dude. It was good. I mean, the last time they were really good was the early 2000s when they clashed with like Ohio State, the Kellen Winslow years. They haven't been good since. They had like a little bit of... But nothing, they weren't like dominant like they had been. No, I, things fell apart. They uh, they got in a bunch of trouble, and nobody wanted to like none of the top guys wanted to go there anymore. And they, they you know they here and there they have some some higher uh, draft picks, but not like a crazy amount. Like they used to have them back in the early two thousands. Like they were what like Alabama is, where you know you have six, seven first round picks, and it's bananas. But there's I mean, I know Jalen Phillips was a first-round pick that Gregory Rousseau fell. I think he fell to the second round. Um, what other players can you think of that were first-round picks out of the U? They can't. Not off the top of my head. Nobody. They haven't had shit. They might have had offensive linemen. No, have they? Not even that I can think of. Somebody's gonna text me tomorrow with one. I Let's know, see. But, I mean, Ohio State ended their program. I mean, that's all there is to it. <laughs> that's we killed the U. 
and uh, it's a good feeling, really. Let's see. Uh, Gregory Russo was a first-round pick, so they had both of those defensive ends go a couple years ago in the first round, 2021. Um, Nijoku was the other first-round pick before Ah. that. And then Artie Burns was a first-round pick in 2016. They did have an offensive lineman in 2015, Eric Flowers, but he has been, like, ridiculously bad. Philip Dorsett um, was a fir- end of the first round in 2015, and he had a terrible NFL career. And then before him, Kenny Phillips in 2008. 2007, they had three first rounders: John Beeson, Greg Olson. So yeah, like yeah. now we're already back into like almost the glory days. That's the seventh floor crew, dude. Yeah, yeah, those are seventh floor crew dudes. It blows my mind to see Greg Olson on TV, and all I could think about is that shitty YouTube video about him getting his third leg sucked. <laughs> in, in 2004, they had one, two, three, four, five, six first round picks: Sean Taylor, Kellen Winslow, Jonathan Vilma, DJ Williams, Vernon Carey, and Vince Wilfork. Some really good players in there. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. I fucking hate Sean Taylor. Damn. Okay. Dude, I'll say it, dude. I Go ahead. Him. Speak ill of the dead. When he died, I was like, whatever. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, dude. I hate him that much. He was fucking dickhead. He's spitting on people. But he wasn't my guy, so I hated him. I was just like, yeah. I, still I feel like some... you love all those things about a player. I do, but not when you're going against the Bucks, dude. I was still fired up from my, uh, my adolescence, you know. Sean Taylor's really good. I think that um, he's a little overrated post-mortem. I don't think that he was going to be that good of a safety in the NFL. I thought he was really good. I, th- I think he was going to be a perennial pro bowler. But I, I he was no Ed Reed. I don't think he would have been on the same level as Ed Reed and Troy Polamalu. No, that's fair. That's he might have been assumption. a Brian Dawkins or something close to that, but. Yeah, dude. still I pretty mean, good, but it's easy to say when I mean they, when they didn't have the whole thing. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the 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 biggie effect. Which I, I one of the like that KFC barstool guy put out a video about how apparently there was some southern rapper that like Biggie stole everything from. I find that very hard to believe. Like all of his persona was like taken from this guy they gave him like a check and and shut him up um and he even had a song called like juicy something that's very similar well that would have been diddy fucking stealing it i think that diddy like saw this guy had biggie in the in the wings and was like we'll we'll cut you a piece of everything but like this guy's gonna take all of your shit oh like he'll take your persona That's that's crazy. I'd like to read that article and like look into that, but I don't know, Let's dude. Like see. Mississippi rapper says Biggie stole his song and style. Did Biggie copy Mississippi rapper's song? Let's see. Yeah, the song. The initial song was called Juicy Fruit. <laughs> Oh no! So they both sample the song "Juicy Fruit." So an artist by the name of Notorious B. One claims Biggie's "Juicy" was heavily inspired by his own track "Big Daddy," which debuted in 1993, one year before Bad Boy Rapper's debut album. The basis of B. One's claim comes down to the beat. Both songs sample M. Tume's 1983 hit "Juicy Fruit." Mine went da 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 This went da 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 I mean that's that's a bold claim because I mean Biggie the was the beat cool, yeah, but Biggie was known for just bars. You know, I'd like to hear that other version and be like, shut the fuck up. He <laughs> they, his DJ just took it and made it a, a a fucking better song, you know. I don't know. I love Biggie. I think he's the best, but I think probably he would have not been able to put out hit after hit after hit after hit. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, but we'll never know. Yeah, look into it. Notorious B1. 
Is he on Spotify? I don't know. See, here's the thing. Nowadays, when I hear some shit like this, I'm just like, man, is this a conspiracy theory or is it legitimate? And do I want to take the time to go do all the investigating? I mean, my favorite band of all time is Led Zeppelin, and they are notorious for just taking shit. Like a lot of their stuff, especially like Led Zeppelin 1, they were just taking old blues songs, like pretty much covering them and not giving anybody credit for it. Jesus. Which, you know, they did an amazing job of these covers. It, it you know, very shady of them or their record label to not credit the uh, the original blues musicians. But even like Stairway, like they toured with this band called Taurus. And Taurus had this song called Spirit, which had this very similar, um, like, a- acoustic part to what you hear in Stairway to Heaven. But, like, if you listen to the two songs, like, Spirit by Taurus fucking sucks. <laughs> Yeah. And Led Zeppelin took it and made it stairway to fucking heaven. So maybe they didn't get a check the way that they should have, and that's just shady business practices, but I don't think you need to downgrade them um, artistically because they took your garbage and they made it one of the greatest songs of all time. Well, and especially with Puff pulling the strings, you know, if he's like, hey, this is what we're doing, you, you know, who knows what the situation was. Yeah. To go back to that, like, they weren't the only ones doing that. Like, a majority of, like, classic rock was just, like, ripped off fucking, you know, blue songs. I don't like, think that, that the majority of it was. Like, it, it, it's super heavily influenced, and all those guys back then were really obsessed with, with the blues. But, like, Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You, um, How Many More Times... Those are like those are somebody else's actual song. All of it. They uh, supposedly they also stole "Dazed and Confused" from some uh, random guy at like a coffee shop at an open mic. But they just like they took the uh, they took the the lyrics and they you know made that crazy sound with it. And also they kind of changed around some of the words to make it less about a bad acid trip and more about women. That's pretty cool. I didn't know any of this. That's my favorite band. They're just fucking thieves, dude. Big time. And also, Jimmy Page is apparently a giant creep. Yeah. Well, a lot of those, like, the, who's the dude from The Who? Um, uh, 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 fucking um, Peter Townsend? Peter Townsend. Yeah. It wasn't dude. Roger Waters. Yeah, I think it was Peter Townsend. Yeah, he's, he's a pedophile, you know? Yeah, like apparently, like Jimmy Page, and then a few. This same girl dated multiple other musicians, but she was like fourteen, going on the road with them, and he was like hiding her away. Yeah, it's uh, the shit. Like nobody talks about that. It's just like, ugh. But to go back, like like Eric Clapton has that song "Crossroads," which is like a Robert Johnson song. Yeah, I don't know if he like completely credited him or not, but like a lot of like Clapton did the same thing, where he was just like fucking just taking from the blues and like being like i'm a a british rock star now he like i really like eric clapton and like a lot of his stuff is great but then he has so much other stuff that is that like i cannot stand like he has so much stuff that's very gospel-y he like went goes into different like you know different parts of his career where he got real gospel-y and and um just some of the softer shit it's just not for me but like Cream, I love Cream. Crazy to think Cream was only around for two years. That's it. And then they've got this kind of impact on rock history. Well, who was who who's in the Yardbirds with them? Like the Yardbirds was like a a fucking killer. Who was in the Was Air Clapton ever in the Yardbirds? Because I thought that the two main guys were maybe Air Clapton was for a little bit. I know Jimmy Page was at one point, and then Jeff Beck is the other one. Was he not? Fuck, who am I thinking of? Jimmy Page yeah. or Jeff Beck? The band started the careers of three of Rock's most famous guitarists, Eric Clapton, Jeff Beck, and Jimmy Page. There you go. There it is. He was in the Yardbirds. Yeah, so I don't know a ton, but I know a little bit about it, you know. It's crazy, like, that that era, the beginning era, era of rock and roll with all fucking gumdrops and lollipops and... Maybe a little bit of hand holding, like yeah. <laughs> those bands back then. Everything was so innocent, 
And just like a couple years later, all of them are like, oh, we started doing acid and things are weird now. <laughs> <laughs> like that time frame from like the Yardbirds where they're all wearing suits and looking like the early Beatles to like them with their fucking skin tight jeans and their bulges and, you know, just going off on, on acid field riffs and shit like that. It, it's not that long of a period. No. And I remember, like, my dad being like, your music sucks. And I was like, you know what? You're kind of right. Like, I imagine, like, <laughs> growing up and, like, just having that all come out. Like, could you imagine, like, how many, like, great songs from that era and then just being like, what? Like, I'm hearing this on the radio for the first time. Like, I don't I don't really have that. Like, there's maybe a couple things that I've to be like, oh, I love this when it came out, like, 50 Cent and Get Richard and I try it, but that's my, right. you know. Yeah, like, like look at the, the Beatles start, you know, uh, Please Please Me is 1963, and, like, Hard Day's Night, 1964, and those are all just, you know, super bubble gummy. And then, like, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Cub Band was 1967. So just, like, those couple years, all of a sudden, everything gets trippy as shit. Yeah, man, it was uh, pretty cool. I got hundreds and hundreds of like old vinyl records that I've grabbed from people. And it's like super fun to go through and listen and be like, oh, fuck, I forgot they made this song. Oh, I forgot. I forgot yeah. all about this song. Like, this is front to back, like just great album after great album. I think Helter Skelter is the Beatles most underrated song. Like it, it, it was like nothing else back then. It was like it yeah. was very punk rock, a little bit metal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, they have so many songs. I definitely like when they got weird, though. Yeah. My favorite Beatles song is "While My Guitar Gently Weeps." Is probably my favorite Beatles song. I love that song, but like you know, when there's a performance of it by other people and it's easily the best version of it, it's hard for me to uh, to give the the tip of the cap to it. Well, sure. I mean, I imitation mean, is the highest form of flattery, right? I would go, like like a cover. If, if a cover overtakes the song, I I, I don't know. It, it almost downgrades the initial song for me a little bit. Does it? Yeah, like I mean, I, I can you think of other songs where the uh, the cover is better? Like, I, I, only other ones I could think of. Let's see, "Careless Whisper" I, by Caesar. Okay, interesting one. Um, that Johnny Cash song hurt. Yeah, no, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Bad. I think torched Nine Inch Nails with that. Fuck that Johnny Cash song, dude. That song's amazing. Uh, uh, also, "Turn the Page" by Metallica. Uh, oh, that's pretty sweet. Redone. Alien Ant Farm, um, Smooth Criminal. I hate Michael Jackson too, so I don't. Uh, I'm not. Real we used to listen it. to a bunch of them. That that old old manager that we had that got punched in the face by the guy with the Joker fucking tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to play a bunch of Michael Jackson. Yeah, he did. <laughs> 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 We'd. We'd look over and we'd go, like, do you think he fucked kids? He'd be like, ah, no, no. I think he was... Tony used to try and tell us that, that he was, uh, in, like, an angel or something like that. Something crazy. Tony was wild. Um, yeah, we yeah, work but... with this ex-con guy that used to uh, share prison recipes with us all the time. Like, he still eats prison foods on the outside. <laughs> they still eating breaks? Yeah. Dave tell him what he would eat <laughs> all the time he would be like alright first what you gotta do is you get three pounds of uh, ground meat you put that in the freezer right and then you go to Taco Bell and you you tell him I'm lost we lost name. Dave your phone what do you do with the taco meat can we hear him his cat spilled water on his See, cell phone. <laughs> the the recipes I'm more referring to would like it would be like oh first first you get like three cans of canned chili and then you want to take some tuna and you put the tuna in there and then you get some ramen noodles and you crush those up and you put those in there. It's like okay well 
we know you've been to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Any anytime ramen noodles are entering into the uh, uh, uncooked ramen noodles are entering into the equation, it, it's a prison recipe. We used to split open uh, hot pockets and put ramen inside of the hot pocket and mix it and make like a bowl with that. And uh, but why in college? I don't know because we were poor and we were trying to spice up hot pockets and ramen. Is he back? Sub Dave. Hey. It's off Yo. Rails. We can hear you. Yeah, we got you. We got we got we got the story of the breaks. He took his headphones off. Dude, my phone keeps blowing up and it ke- and it keeps uh blo- you know, disconnecting me from the thing. Airplane mode, bro. Yeah, or do not disturb. Yeah. So while we were going, I looked up the 30 best cover songs of all time. See if these are better than. Okay. But number 30, Benny and the Jets by Biz Marquis and the Beastie Boys, the original fucking Elton John. I've never heard that. You've heard, you've, you've had to have heard that Biz Marquis version. I, that does not sound familiar to me at all. I don't agree with that one. Number 29, Iron Man. By Bad Plus, they're saying it's better than the Black Sabbath version. I can't imagine. Although, Me like, either. Buster Rhymes actually has a song called "This Means War," which like samples Iron Man, and mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. I know what song you're talking about. It's so, good. but it's a sample. I mean, I don't count that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not counting it. Just just a little, little 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 taste of something fun, and we can't hear Dave again. That's fine. He'll chime in when he can. He's shaking his head. Uh, number 28, Life on Mars by Sue George, originally David Bowie. I don't know that cover at all. So I don't even know the original song. Atlantic City by The Hold Steadies, originally by Bruce Springsteen. Nope, don't know either. Do you hate Bruce Springsteen? People either love or hate Bruce him. Springsteen, I, I, but I don't love him. I, I'm one of the, the few in the middle. Um, weirdly enough, I think that his like sad songs I like better than than his more upbeat stuff. He's got some stuff, but I, he's he's just somebody I don't understand the the level to which people fucking love him. Yeah. Number twenty six, "My Way" by Sid Vicious, which is obviously Frank Sinatra. I don't know the, the Sid Biscuit version. <laughs> Did it my way. Uh. Season of the Witch by Rue Laws, originally by Donovan. I like the Donovan version. I've never heard the other one. I don't. I can't think of what that song is. I'm sure I must know be it. the season of the witch. Must be the season of the witch. Yeah. Must be the season of the witch. I think I know. Did that? Did that help? I, a little bit. Yeah. All right. I, I think I know. I just have to hear the music. Dave's laughing. I think he can hear us. Can you talk to us, Dave? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we can. Number 24, Sweet Jane by Cowboy Junkies, originally by the Velvet Underground. I don't know who the Cowboy Junkies are. I know Velvet Underground and Sweet yeah. Jane, but... Stand By Me by Otis Redding. The original song is by Ben E. King. I could probably go out and say that that's a better cover than the I original. Can, I can very much see that. That Otis Redding one is great. Yeah. It's my wedding song. Ooh. We didn't have a wedding song. You guys did it right. That's why. Yeah. No first dance. No first dance. No wedding song. Mm-mm. I fought the law by the Clash is number twenty-two. Uh, it's a good song. Yeah, I don't. I can know. see it, it being better. It doesn't say who did the original one. I thought it was originally like a reggae song. Did it? Okay. It didn't say who the original artist was. I Can't Quit You Baby by Led Zeppelin, originally by Blind Willie Dixon. Yeah, see, they they used to go deep into the the blues archives. Renegades of Funk by Rage Against the Machine, original by Africa Bambata. I don't love that Rage song. That whole Rage album, I like. I and I, I'm a huge Rage Against the Machine fan, but like the the Rage album w- w- that was full cover, mm-hmm. um, only a couple songs really tickled my fancy. Hotel California by the 
Gypsy Kings. I don't know the version. There's no fucking way it's better. Isn't that the one that's in uh, The Big Lebowski when uh, Jesus starts to roll and it plays Hotel California, but it's like the uh, Spanish version? Hmm. I I would be curious about that. I'm I'm almost 100% that that's in The Big Lebowski when... Uh, when Jesus rolls, they play the Hotel California version from the Gypsy King. Number eighteen. This this is definitely a better cover. Tainted Love by Soft Cell. I didn't even know that was a cover. Like I just thought that was the the original. The song that you're thinking of is the cover. Who who uh, did Marilyn Manson cover that? No, well I think he did. But well, Tainted Love. Version. You like that better than the Soft Cell version? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. Damn. Fucking ads, dude. They're killing me with the ads. Satisfaction by Devo is better than the version of the Rolling Stones. Ooh, God. I don't know if I know the Devo version of that. But to say um, number 17, best cover of all time. Shout you are right Adam. about Hotel California, Gypsy Kings, Big Lebowski. Nailed it, Dave. God damn it, Man, we, lost we lost Dave again. Okay, here's here's one that I totally agree with on the list. With a little help from my friends by Joe Cocker is way better than the original Beatles song. Oh, absolutely. It's not even close. Yeah, dude. Joe Cocker fuck kills it, dude. I actually love Joe Cocker. Like he's like my favorite dude. Big fan. Big fan. And also uh All Along the Watchtower by Hendrix blows fucking Dylan out of the water. That better be on yeah. this list. Jolene by the White Stripes. They're saying that's better than the Dolly Parton version. I don't think I've heard that by the White Stripes, but it's hard to believe. I've heard both of them. I don't know, man. There's there's a, a, a lot of passion behind the the Dolly version. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to. She go sings the fuck out of that favorite. song. Um, Slippery People by the Staple Singers. The original song is a Talking Head song. I can't even put. I, can't I love the Talking Heads. I'm sure I've heard it. I've watched. I've watched that uh, "Stop Making Sense" several times, but I've been really drunk every time. Yeah, here's one that changes by Charles Bradley better than the Black Sabbath version. Have you? Have you? Do you know anything about Charles Bradley? I've never heard that name. He's a soul singer, dude. He is fucking. If do you like like soul music at all? So, I mean, you're more of like a rock guy. Dude, Charles Bradley, I'll send you a fucking link to this video. Uh, have you ever heard of, uh, what is it called? Um, it was like this film crew. I think it was in like France. They were recording like all these like videos over there. And um, it's, it's called Takeaway Show. Like St. Paul and the Broken Bones did some. Charles Bradley did some. And a lot of bands were going over there and having this crew like film these videos. And they do this song where Charles Bradley is like singing in a church and he's fucking sit, like crying in like this old fucking church in Europe. And it's like one of the most beautiful, fucking strong, powerful things I've ever seen, even though I'm not religious. But Charles well, Bradley, send fucks, it over. dude. Baby making music. He's got like those old, like soul voice, dude. Uh, Charles Bradley rocks. Take Me to the River uh, by the Talking Heads is better than the Al Green version. Yeah, I agree. Valerie by Mark Ronson and Amy Winehouse is better than the Zootons version. I'd probably say that's probably correct. Yeah, I'd go with the Amy Winehouse one. Sarah sings at a karaoke. It's good. Does she? Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big Amy Winehouse fan, too. I'm a big fan. Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper is better than the Robert Hazard version. I don't even know the Robert Hazard version. It doesn't seem like a song that a dude would sing. Yeah, dude, it's probably pretty creepy. And uh, I hope that they change the lyrics because if it was a dude originally going, "Oh, daddy dear, you know you're still number one," <laughs> probably be real strange. Uh, the man who sold the world by Nirvana, uh, better than the David Bowie version. Not a um, big Nirvana guy. They did it during that MTV Unplug appearance is when they did it. So like that's pretty iconic. I'd have to go back and listen to both of them. Uh, yeah, Nirvana's I don't know, man. That MTV Unplugged is pretty good, though. 
It's good. Yeah. They, there were several unplugged ones. I'm I'm so partial to Alice in Chains from that era, and their unplugged was phenomenal. Yeah, I used to have the Jay Z album, the Jay Z unplugged. That was cool. I loved yeah, it with the roots. Um, number eight, me and Bobby McGee by Janis Joplin. Uh, the original was Chris Christopherson, and I would say that the Janis Joplin versions. I've heard both of them. I'd imagine, yeah. Janis Joplin kicks ass too. Hurt by Johnny Cash, number seven. We talked about Ooh. that one. Dave disagrees. Yeah, I just, I mean, I like Johnny Cash, but I just don't like that version of Hurt. That's like my favorite Johnny Cash song. That song is like haunting. He's so at the end of his life. It's fucking crazy. Dude, Johnny Cash, like, I, I like went down a rabbit hole when I was younger and, like, listened to a bunch of Johnny Cash uh, when I was trying to be, like, a hipster or whatever. I was just trying to not be a fat trunk and culture myself a little bit. But uh, Boy Named Sue, dude, is such a good song. Yeah. And, uh, my dad's name was Kim, and he had that same problem growing up. I remember one time they mailed him tampons in the mail because they thought he was a woman, so a company mailed him a sample of tampons. <laughs> he was super pissed about it. <laughs> but he'd always like, your name's Kim? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, this, they're like, that's a man's name? And they're like, yeah, go ask a million people in fucking China. It's a man's name. Because uh, I'm Chinese. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> uh, number six hallelujah by jeff buckley over the leonard cohen version i can see that oh this one's a good one killing me softly with his song by the fugees over roberta flack that fugees version rocks dude yeah yeah like it. it's so good i will always love you whitney houston that's a dolly parton cover i didn't even know that number four I knew that. You never you never heard the Dolly one? I can't I can't think of it, no. Okay. Number three, all along the watchtower by Jimi Hendrix. That was kind there of Jimmy. Oh, people are gonna be mad about this one. I don't know though. I this one's tough. Proud Mary. I can Tina Turner did it better than CCR. Oh no. I don't know. Dude. Tina fucking killed that, though. But the CCR version is pretty good. CCR is a pretty good band. CCR is amazing. We found your car and the Credence. <laughs> <laughs> Respect Aretha Franklin original by Otis Redding, number one. Where is a... I'm sorry, I was cutting out a million times because my phone is blown up. Uh... Did they mention Guns N' Roses knocking on heaven do Heaven's Door? No, it wasn't on there. So I had only ever heard that song from Guns N' Roses, and I was in the doctor's office, uh, me and my mom, and there were, like, other people in there, and they started playing the Bob Dylan version. And I'm like, who is this, you know, covering this Guns N' Roses song already? And there was like a couple of people that audibly laughed at me because, you know, obviously I had no idea that it was the other way around. Yeah, it, there was a couple songs on there where I was like, oh shit, this is a cover. You want to, you were talking about Johnny Cash. There's this song my buddy sent me that has been stuck in my brain for like a week. It's like these two chicks that are hillbillies and it's called Spring Water. And the name of the band is Bird Cloud. And, you know, I hate to say it, but I think it's going to be like my favorite new drunk driving song. <laughs> it fucking wormed its way into my brain. And I'm just like, my brain is just constantly playing it on loop. And it's only like probably a minute and a half, two minute long song. But. I don't know. For some reason, the lyrics crack me the fuck up. The weekend is going to be very upset with you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know, two minutes, it's there and gone. You know, there's plenty of room for the weekend on a 40 minute drive back to Cleveland. <laughs> Man, I don't even have any drinking and driving songs. It's how little I do it. I used to. I mean, I, I, I would do Panama if I could. <laughs> I've got a playlist called Get Hype, 
and it, I just throw it on uh, shuffle. Stay awake. Stay inside the lines. Can't put the song "Move Bitch" on there because every time I, I hear the song "Move Bitch" and I'm driving, I look down and I'm <laughs> going like 50 over the speed limit. <laughs> My foot gets heavy when that song plays. Trying to think, I don't know. I can't even remember any good drinking and driving songs that I had. Usually, they were probably sad songs. <laughs> sad <laughs> driving home. What was that? What was from uh, from Tommy Boy? What was it? Uh, Aries Two. Yeah. <laughs> Aries Two. And they're crying. <laughs> oh. What else is new? We just randomly did music. We never talked music. I think we're all just like on different spectrums with music, I think. Because, Dave, aren't you? You're all over the place, Dave. I listen to a lot of rap, um, some metal. I mean, pretty much, it's it just depends, you know. Uh, all kinds of different stuff, yeah. Yeah, and like, you're more you're more rock and roll, Brian. Uh, with a lot of metal too. Yeah, see, I never got into metal. Like I like it, but I never got into it. You know. I didn't get into it until I was in a metal band. You know, so, my my homies that I was hanging out with, we we were listening to Tool and Deftones and Incubus. I mean, if we weren't listening to Incubus, I probably would have never been in my band, Facemaker. You know, all I, I love was, Incubus. All I did was DJ and and do background vocals and shit. So, you know, Incubus had a DJ, Deftones had a DJ. I'm like, hey, I could, I could be playing some stuff in the background while you guys are doing your thing. I mean, is Deftones? I mean, I guess Deftones is a little more metal. Oh, they're metal as fuck, dude. Incubus is Incubus metal? Not really. I mean, no. they're more, they're more more alternative or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't consider them. Although Incubus's uh, album Science is pretty, yeah, it's pretty heavy. Yeah, I had that cassette tape actually, and I listened to it in my '82 Mercury Grand Marquis. I went to like thrift stores and just bought every like decent album that I could. Yeah, dude. Actually, uh, my drinking and driving song. Now that I remember, when I had that Mercury Grand Marquis was uh, I had the soundtrack to Beverly Hills Cop. And uh, <laughs> that's what I would, then I'd roll around listening to that all the time. And I did some drinking and driving in that car for the, sure. The theme song to Beverly Hills Cop, the dun, 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 Crazy dun, Frog. There was just a meme of Arnold Schwarzenegger walking up on the Predator, and then the Predator opens his wrist pad and plays... The Beverly Hills Cop theme music on his little wrist pad. <laughs> I don't know. You see so many memes, Dave. I'm knee deep in the meme stream, man. Oh, I think one of my favorite covers, and I, I, it's hard to say it's better than the original, but it's not far for me, and a lot of people disagree, is um, there is a cover of Hey Jude played by Wilson Pickett with uh, Dwayne Allman playing guitar, and it's phenomenal. It's very different from the original, but it's really good. Nice. I've probably heard it. I've went, at one point, there was like a, on Spotify, there's like a Beatles cover, like playlist, and I would just go through and like listen to that, and like, there's some weird stuff on there, but uh, some of it's pretty good. Wilson Pick is great. He nails it. Did you guys like that, uh, what was it called? The Gray Album. It was like Danger Mouse mashing the Black Album and the White Album. You remember when that came out? Yeah, that was amazing. That was huge. It was a huge album. That was like the first time like somebody was doing shit like that on the internet. Dave, do you remember that? Dude, I've never listened to the Beatles fucking ever. <laughs> so, you know. You're missing out. Yeah, I don't know. Of all the things I listen to, the Beatles is not one of them. No, never. Mm-hmm. Num- number one band all time for a reason. People people hate that. I don't know. I think they're I think I think that's a pretty 
proper title, you know. They kind of like set the tone, didn't they? I mean, maybe I wasn't around, but them Elvis. Yeah. They they both did a lot of heavy lifting for to get music to where it it got to. Did Elvis you say an Elvis movie yet? No. You know, That's Dave was good. supposed to play his stunt double. I love randomly and uh, when when Elvis shows up in Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story because that movie's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and Elvis, the Elvis character in that, he just keeps like karate chopping at him. <laughs> Oh man! Never listened to the Beatles. That's unreal. Yeah, man. There's a lot of things I've never done. Never seen Avatar. Remember when you were calling me a contrarian? Dave's never listened to the Beatles. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, like that new Top Gun movie, I, for whatever reason, I just don't have any urge to watch it. It's fucking awesome. It's a really it? good movie. Yeah, it's really, really good. And I, I really don't care for the original that much. People are going to be mad at you for saying that one. I, I, it's just I didn't watch it as a kid, really. So I saw it for the first time late teens, early mm-hmm. 20s. And so there's like no nostalgia for it, and I watched it. And I'm like, this is this is not the best. It's fair. It's it, it is very homoerotic for sure. <laughs> no way around that. Yeah, a lot of those like classic movies that people hang up on, like I never really watched or cared about as a kid either. But like I was watching, like I remember, like the only movie I wasn't allowed to watch was Pulp Fiction, and that was probably. <laughs> For good reason. I wasn't allowed to watch much up until like, you know, 10, 11, 12 when I would go to friends' houses. But, you know, 7, 8, 9, and before that, my parents kept a pretty close eye on it. And I was just talking about it this weekend. I wasn't allowed to have any parental advisory music. I don't know if I've mentioned it on here before, but at one point, for Easter as a present, I got And Then There Was X by DMX, the edited version. <laughs> I am so so sad that I I let that album get so scratched up. I had to throw it away because I wish I had it to this day because it's so fucking funny. It's just a bunch of <laughs> ow, ow, ow. that was the bleeps was just dog barks. Yeah, it was just dog sounds. They did not bleep anything. It was just a bunch of dog sounds. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh. Like the, the intro to What's My Name, <laughs> that was edited. And he goes on a very profanity-laced tirade. Yeah. <laughs> was it just a series of different barks? A lot of it. Or like sometimes it'd be like a disc scratch. But yeah, like the intro made no sense. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that 90s rap, dude, it was all, all cuss words. That was a great album. Oh, I had so many. So many shitty rap albums. I remember I had uh, The Chronic by Dr. Dre, and the CD was all black with a giant weed leaf on it. Uh-huh. And my dad's like, and my dad's like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, oh, it's this, you know, it's this uh, Dr. Dre album or whatever. And he's like, let me hear it. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I mean, you know, I, if you've ever listened to the Dr. Dre album, oh, I yeah. think there's a I think there's a lot of uh, shenanigans right up front. This is a matter of fact. I think it starts with this is to be played at hot bottoms in residential areas. And then it's just like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he snapped in half. <clears throat> oh, I did he? Bought, I went and bought another one. What does your dad listen to? Everything. Classic rock. Um, once I got into metal, I both of my parents got into metal. As soon as I was in a metal band, you know, my mom was like, oh, my God, metal. My mom listens to heavier shit than I do. She listens to, like, Sepultura and shit. <laughs> uh, when she was doing data entry for her job, she would just put on, like, Slipknot and fucking Mudvayne and shit and just fucking, you know, Your mom's double awesome. bass the keys, dude. It was crazy. I love that shit. Yeah. 
I had that Slipknot album where it's like, I push my fingers into my eyes. That was Duality. Shit. That's yeah, a great duality. song. Uh, but that was like all I had. Like that was the extent of like my like heavy metal. As opposed so to- I didn't, I didn't like Slipknot. And then, um, you know, my buddy's dad was like the VP for uh, Superior Beverage. So he would get tickets to Ozfest every year. Like he get sometimes he get like five or six of them. A lot of times, but we went every year for like I don't know, probably five or six years from like two thousand to two thousand five or six or something. And I saw Slipknot Thirteenth Row, and it blew my fucking mind. And you know I've been a huge fan ever since. I love you Slipknot. Feel the- you feel the double bass fucking alter your heartbeat. We were so close, and it was just, you know, there's flames going off everywhere. There, you know, the one drum kit goes straight up in the air. The other one tilts on its side and starts to spin. You know, the main drum, you know, they got three drummers. The main drummer's kit goes up in the air and tilts forward, and it's a giant pentagram, and it starts spinning, and he's strapped in with, like, an airplane harness and shit. The fucking crazy-ass show. They're... they're they got a DJ. He's jumping off a fucking twelve foot barricade in the back, climbing <laughs> on the drums as they're going up in the air. It's fucking wild. What's the best concert you guys ever went to? Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden, without a doubt. Where'd you see it? Iron Maiden, without a doubt, at Blossom. Where they played um, for two and a half hours, and it was the Somewhere Back in Time tour, so it was all of their hits. And it was phenomenal. They, it was like the the set changed, like every song. Um, there were big fucking monsters walking across the stage, and they just play the fuck out of every song. And they sound better live than on their albums. It's awesome. What about you, Dave? Man, ironically enough, it's Chimera Death Clock at the Agora. Oh, I'm jealous of that. And I. And I was skeptical. I was like, "Man, I don't know about all this." And then Chimera came out and destroyed. And, I, and we were in the, we were still in a band at the time. And I looked at my guitarist, and I'm like, "Dude, if we were, if we came out here and fucking rocked that hard, and we were opening up for a cartoon metal band, I'd cut my fucking throat." But then Death Clock came on, and what I didn't anticipate is, you know, you know, yeah, everybody knows the words to your songs if they're there to see your music or whatever. But when you're a fucking cartoon metal bands and your songs are a minute and a half each and shit, every single person in that place knew every word, every song, and they were just chanting it. Not only that, the, the band is on stage playing and they've got, uh, they're playing in time with the cartoons that are playing on the giant projector behind them. So, like, you know, when they're playing Mermaider, it's like you've got your knife, check. And it's like the the video is syncing up with the song, which means the band is playing in time perfectly with the video. It's fucking crazy, dude. Death Clock is no joke. I love Death Clock. Bad fucking ass. For being a parody of metal, they're they're like one of the most fucking metal things that's ever existed. I listen to their albums often. Dude, that show cemented it in, in me. I was like, oh, my God. They're fucking dope. I have no idea who either of those bands are. Chimera's a Cleveland band, and they're they're really really good. Um, I are they still together? Uh, it's on and off again. I think they just did a Christmas show last year. Okay, I never actually have seen them live. I listened to a bunch of them back in like my meathead days, like a lot. Um, and then Death Clock is the band from the show Metalocalypse, which was a. Um, an adult swim show and it was fucking hilarious it like the premise was like what if a, a death metal band was the most popular anything in the world like they were the beatles times 10 and like everything revolved around them worldwide to where like if they hit delays in putting their albums out uh like everybody be killing themselves and and like the stock market would plummet they were just like the most important entity on the planet. And uh, like every episode, a bunch of people die. And, and but the, like the, the people from the band are like these fucking harmless idiots with yeah. just <laughs> unlimited resources. Uh, in one episode, they, they see a cover band of themselves 
and they see that they get drink tickets after the show. <laughs> and they're like, why are we not having drink tickets? We want drink tickets. So they form a cover band of themselves <laughs> to, to get drink tickets. But like they, they forsake all of like their staff and everything like that. So they're not feeding themselves or taking care of themselves at all. <laughs> they're getting like sickly and shit. It's so funny. Dude, that show, that show is fucking hilarious. One of the funniest things I've seen in it is they're, they're, they start off in a bar and they're panning out of the wall and there's a sign on the wall that says, I'm not an alcoholic. I just hate my wife and kids. <laughs> <laughs> there's one episode where they're like, uh, they almost die. Like something almost hits them and it kills like thousands of people in the crowd, but they're like all bent out of shape because they almost died. So they're like, what we need to do is, is see doctors. And they're like, well, before we see doctors, we should have, like a wellness retreat. And then it's like a, a montage of them just doing cocaine and drugs and fucking all these strippers. <laughs> and then they're about to get their blood taken. And they're like, what we need to do is cleanse ourselves. We should drink bleach. And they're like trying to hand the one guy bleach. And he's like, I'm not drinking fucking bleach. And the guy goes, listen, bleach, bleach is mostly water. We are mostly water. Therefore, we are bleach. <laughs> and then he starts chugging it. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. And they have a whole Dude. ass band that tours. That's crazy. We are bleach. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. And the and the band is like expert level shit. It's it's yeah. wild. That's awesome. And the songs are really funny if you actually listen to the lyrics, but they sound dark as shit. Yeah. Doctor Roxo, the rock and roll clown who does cocaine, and you can see his junk through his jumpsuit. Yeah, he's pretty much David Lee Roth. But a clown. Yeah. Oh yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. You should try it out. It's hilarious. I will. One of my all-time favorite Adult Swim cartoons. And the episodes are short. I'll run through them. I think that does it, guys. Yeah, For the the music podcast. The music. Podcast. Uh, wait. Lamar Jackson said he wants traded. Well, no shit. He finally said it. Yeah, he, he a long tweet. About how he demanded a trade like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I thought like everybody knew that. Well, he he didn't like outwardly say he doesn't want to be on the team anymore. He just kept saying, "I want a contract." I see. So now he's now he's like, "I want out." Man, he kind of fucked himself pretty good. Good, fuck him. Well, I mean, at Fuck the end the of the Ravens. day, the Haslam's fucked him. The Haslam's yeah. fucked uh, the the Ravens over by giving Deshaun that contract. And I don't know who's going to give him the contract. The, the Vegas odds uh, say that the number one team is the Colts. I think the number two is the Patriots. Number three was the Falcons. The Colts. That sounds like purgatory for him. Although, I don't know. It's interesting. Again, I think the Falcons are his best spot for everything if they're willing to part with the money. But they just signed – they've drafted Desmond Ritter in the third round, and then they just signed Taylor Heineke too. But that's just fucking mediocrity. That's, that's the definition of mediocrity. You only do that because you're trying to rebuild. You're trying to tank a season when you could just fucking – you can kickstart that bitch right now. You got weapons for him. Go get Lamar Jackson. I don't see the Patriots. I, th I bet they laughed at that. There's it's no not way the, the Patriots way. give him all that fucking guaranteed yeah. money. No way. Like Tom was taking pay cuts to stay there. You know, like that's that's the way they're built. And then Atlanta, I don't know. That's crazy. We'll see what happens. I'm, he's not going to get that money because it was such a dumb contract. The Haslam's fucked him. We'll see if the Haslam's <laughs> fucked themselves too. They, they could have just been a suicide bomber. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be fitting, wouldn't it? Yep. Time will tell. Well, shit, guys. I'll uh, see you on Saturday. Dave, good luck to your laptop. Yeah. yeah. Go get that rice. Pos positive thoughts. Yeah. We'll do right. Go Here's Cleveland. Secret.
We can go all right.